That's Bongezi uh, Mabandla, and uh, welcome. Uh, good afternoon, and thank you so much uh, for joining Lifetime Live uh, with me, Chris Alda Dudimash. And uh, we talk right now about uh, a fire that broke out in Alexander uh, informal settlement on Tuesday afternoon. And joining us uh, to tell us about what the cause is is Isaac Mangena, who is uh, City Power's spokesperson. Good afternoon, and welcome, Isaac. All right, uh, we not we don't have uh, Isaac on the line as yet, um, but uh, we are going to be speaking about a fire that broke out in Alexander informal settlement on Tuesday afternoon, and just looking at uh, you know shrek, shrek dwelling as as a form of uh, uh, habitat. Is it is it feasible? Um, we've seen a, a lot of uh, illegal connections and uh, the proximity from one shack to another. Um, it, it it causes a, a lot of uh, challenges uh, for s- different cities, and uh, we are going to be speaking to Abathali Basem Jondolo to just talk about some of the challenges um, challenges that they face. Um, but Isaac is going to give us an update on uh, what exactly uh, caused the fire, uh, why the fire uh, broke out in Alexander. And I'm hoping that uh, whilst we try and get hold of Isaac, we can speak to George Umkapeli um, Bunono, who is joining us as tep- uh, Deputy President of Abathalba Semjondon uh, to just talk about, I mean, uh, we, we've seen programs one after another, um, housing projects, um, but we don't seem to be addressing the issue of shack dwelling, um, the issue of informal settlements uh, in the country effectively. What is the cause to this? Uh, George, good afternoon and thank you so much for taking our call. Hi, how are you, Mr. Gaz? Good afternoon to the SA listeners. Mr. is good. Uh, thank you. I hope I'm not on speaker because we uh, there's a bit of feedback uh, in that line. If you can just uh, put it uh, close as you possibly can to your mouth. Oh, okay, yes. Can you hear me now properly? It's, it's getting better. It's much, much better. Thank you so much, uh, George, for that. Yes. Maybe let's let's look at. I mean, we you have been activists for the longest time. Abathali Basem Jondola. I remember uh, the first conversation I had with you. Uh, my issue was: Do you even have to have a formation? Should we not be, uh, you know, having campaigns to eradicate um, uh sheikhs in its entirety? Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity again to the SAFM. We always, uh, it's a pleasure to us to have these days. Maybe the people that will understand us, uh, people that will understand the poor people that are living in the Sheikh, that are how the people have become the Sheikh village, uh, where the people that, people that are neglected, people that are forgotten in this government, in this country, people that they are taken as the people that they are, don't count in the cities. Uh, actually, man, uh, my name is Mkapel Bonono, Deputy President of Abatal Basem Jondolo. Uh, that I'm living in Devon, where I'm based. But Abatal Basem Jondolo is a national movement where uh, in five provinces in South Africa that are presented. So thank you very much for this space here to speak on behalf of this workforce and to be crafted. Actually, it's clear, man, that uh, the Shepherd people is the poor people that are living in a bad conditions uh, all over the country. The people that have been neglected from the rural areas. So they are forced to leave uh, the rural areas and come to the urban cities for the better uh, jobs where they, they, they can find themselves 
getting the, the, the job opportunities. Because if you go in the rural areas, the places that have no infrastructure, so mm. everyone, they got no good schools. If you finish in the grid, you are forced to move to the big city. So that's where the people, when they get to the cities, and also find themselves homeless, and then start seeing all that they uh, can learn that are unused and start building their shacks. That's what they call is their homes. And and I guess, uh, you know, when the homes are not um, properly secured, the proximity is not calculated properly, when you open your door, you open to your next door neighbor, uh, it, 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 it's not a healthy form of living. And uh, Isaac joins us uh, right now, um, Isaac Mangena, as a City Power spokesperson. Good afternoon and welcome, Isaac. Uh, good afternoon, good afternoon to the listeners. You know, before we even talk about um, ways of living for, for shack dwellers, I, I wanted you to just give us an update on, on the fire that broke out in Alexander. Uh, what seems to be the cause? Um, you know, Alexander is um, a township with, uh, let, which, which uh, doesn't have enough space uh, for people to 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 stay uh, in in Johannesburg, so as such, most people have uh, taken over the land under under electric pylons um, and uh, electric wires, both belonging to Eskom and City Power, uh, which is very dangerous. And uh, the fire started uh, in one of the shacks that was built inside uh, the pylon. You, you know, this is this towering steel. Um, that carries uh, uh, overhead lines. Uh, they had about three of them in there, and uh, from our preliminary investigation, it looks like uh, the brazer or umbaula uh, mm-hmm. is the one that actually started the fire and then uh, ended up uh, causing the pylon to fall. So, uh, so from what you're saying, yeah. Isaac, it means that place is not habitable. It's not suitable for um, people to live in. How did people end up, um, you know, erecting shakes there? Yeah, like I say, obviously Alexandria by 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 its uh, nature, where it's situated, it's, situ- it's situated next to many uh, economic activities uh, in the center, uh, uh, in, in 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 around Greenstone to the to, to the east, and then even uh, Midrand, Mall of Africa. So most people are. Uh, uh, it's attractive as such, but then there is no space in Alexander to basically uh, build. And I, I guess that's why, without speaking on their behalf, that's how they end up finding their way to stay in Alexander and uh, uh, even risking their lives because under the, uh, under those pylons, you've got uh, uh, about 88,000 volts of electricity in those overhead lights, which, uh, fortunately, in this instance, no one was killed or even injured mm. because of the systems that we have that and uh, that ensure that the power is uh, trips before it reaches the ground. Otherwise, we would be talking something different now. So, to avoid this um, in future, are those people going to be evicted? We have made this plea even before this fire. We have made this plea because of in Alexander, uh, especially around the Far East Bank and Suman areas. That's where our lines are, are passing, going towards Ando, where you see those towers, electric, uh, the the the. Uh, uh, the chimneys where we actually are producing electricity. So we have been making this plea for 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 the authorities responsible for housing to remove people f- from under our our electric equipment. Because not only because, uh, during the disasters, but also it makes it difficult for us to do regular maintenance on on this equipment because the parts 
are not able to get in there. The cherry pick trucks and others, uh, the equipment is not able to get into those uh, passages to ensure that we do maintenance. But also, uh, as seen in, in Strata this week, it's very dangerous for, uh, to have people actually in there because if it catches fire, uh, people would, would be killed or even injured. So who needs to then make the decision to make it illegal um, to use that space and environment as, as a place to live? Because clearly it's not safe. It's already illegal in terms of the law for people to build uh, uh, in a certain, uh, you know, certain meters away from uh, under the, the, the electric uh, equipment, those electric wires. It's already legal. It's a matter of enforcing uh, what is already there in terms of the law. Maybe, um, Isaac, let's talk about whose responsibility is it to then enforce that by law, that people don't um, endanger themselves. Because right now we're sitting with families that are displaced. Uh, we, we're sitting with an almost tragedy of people dying. Mm. Look, it, 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 it falls within the law enforcement agencies. Um, that Those are the ones that should really ensure that people don't, don't live under electric uh, pylons. There are bylaws that also talk to that as well. But also in terms of housing these people, it, 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 it is the competency of the Department of Housing, Human Settlements, uh, that actually should be able to, to take over and ensure that these people are not uh, especially in Australia, because of now we are, we want to 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 re- reinstall that pylon and and the overhead lines. So if people start to rebuild now, we won't be able to do that, and it will affect power supply to most areas in the. So what is needed right now? What are some of the needs that you've identified? You did mention that unfortunately no one died. How many shacks have been um, destroyed, and what what are the needs? Um, the shacks that were destroyed from our disaster management uh, uh, team is uh, from the city. Uh, we, we are talking about around 250 shacks uh, that were in that area, or even more, because of you also have uh, houses sporadically in, 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 in within within those shacks. So what is what we were we had a meeting with disaster management this morning and, uh, the, uh, and other departments, including uh, those responsible for issuing of uh, you know, IDs because of people lost IDs and obviously mm-hmm. housing mm-hmm. to say how do, how do we house these people temporarily while the work is done or even permanently so that they are not uh, 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 housed or they don't build under uh, the, the, the wires. So that is the decision that uh, we are busy talking to most of our uh, the people that we work with the stakeholders so that we can find a, 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 a proper solution. Uh, to deal with the problem that we're having now. So people have been uh, housed at the nearby school uh, where uh, organizations like Gift of the Givers are busy uh, helping in terms of uh, food, warm meal every morning and afternoon and also some clothes. So uh, we, that will continue until the situation normalizes. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for taking our call. Unfortunately, we have to um, let you go, Isaac. Um, but would have loved to just, uh, you know, intensify this conversation and just look at uh, how long will it take? I mean, what are some of the challenges in, in just getting rid of, of uh, shacks as a form and means of, of uh, housing? And, and I mean, so many years later, we're still talking about the same things. This is not the same instance. Um, it's, it's not the first instance of 
of, of, of this kind and for how long do we continue having these conversations and without you know um, ensuring that uh, law enforcement uh, does what it's supposed to do and uh, it, could it be that uh, we're only focusing on people's votes and not looking at uh, their livelihood and preventing lives and these are the questions that I would have loved answers to. Isaac Mangena a City Power a spokesperson and uh, he could only speak to us uh, for that time. Uh, so we still have uh, George Mkapeli uh, Bunono who is Deputy President of Abatlal Basem John Dolo, taking your calls on 0891 104 207 WhatsApp voice notes on 0614 104107 and uh, you can also connect with us at SAFM Radio both on Twitter and Facebook and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live or send us an SMS at 40938 charged at 150. Now George when you have situations where uh, a city, a country, a province uh, says that place is not suitable uh, to put shakes on. As Abahlali Basem Jondol, how do you um, educate and inform uh, communities to not just, you know, grab spaces, um, spaces that would end up endangering people's lives? Oh, thank you very much, uh, ma'am. But the first thing maybe that I can clarify is that a poor person that comes from the rural areas, the one thing comes in the mind is that when I reach to the city, do I able to get a better job? Do I be able to get a bread and butter that I can eat? And to think of the place that where I am going to stay, uh, the only thing when the time comes on, and that's where they find themselves, and uh, where, they, where, they, where they, will go, so they will find a forest or a vacant land, then they occupy without thinking that uh, the land has been suitable for housing or what? Because you find the shacks, they are always built with the nice, beautiful houses where the people will find them. They work in the kitchen and work in the gardens for those people that are paying them uh, less money. So when they finish to do their work, they also try to find a place where they accommodate them with, with the transport, where, with money that they can afford. So they can never go with such far areas where when they do the time for them to go to their work. But so is it advisable pay. then, um, because you want to be closer to uh, work opportunities, to then erect checks in, in places that endanger lives? Yes, but we, we always are, 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 are try to tell people, especially our members, that you don't have to build a check where you know there's flood and there's places where... Uh, it's not suitable often that you can build your shack. But honestly speaking, then is that if you're going to build your shack, you have got nowhere to stay. You've got nowhere to live. If you can just get something that should build your shelter, that way it can cover you. I've been, I've been there in that situation myself. I'm a shack dweller. I don't present the shack dealers. I remember when I lived from the street where I come from, when I reached to the bend, the first thing that I could, I could think of when I reached is that where do I get a shelter? So if, if the land is suitable and what and what, that comes last. Because I think for the place where I, where I need to sleep, and I also think for the place where can I get a better job. So, as a movement, we advise the people, especially the people already, because we don't go and encourage people that you must build a shack. And we also uh, don't go outside and, and mobilize people that are in the shack. Our members are membership base, and these are people that are already have built the shacks in their places where they live. So, and then they come in and ask for their advice from us, or if they face any eviction. 
So when we get connected with these areas, that's where we train our members that even if we have our local structure, they must be able to engage to the councillors. They mm. must be able to engage with the municipality officials so that there can be another alternative to see the land if it's suitable for the people that to still live in that area. If it's not suitable, that it's the government's duty. So if the government's duty, that government can never assume that there's people that are living in that area. So it's a duty from the people that are living in that area to come out themselves and try to engage in uh, the various levels of government that they must be known and because they will be voting in that area. So we do encourage people that places that are not suitable of, uh, for, 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 for their houses, it's not mm. food, because especially when there's, when there's rain and there's fire. So they must be able to build, if they want to run away from the fire, from the fire they mustn't build the shakes all together that they must be squashed. Mm. But that's the themselves. case. That's what happens because uh, you know most of the time uh, checks are erected in spaces where it's illegal to do so. So in the case, yes, Alexander, should the state then say uh, everybody must be erected and you can't re-erect a check in that space because uh, we've seen what uh, 88 kilovolts of electricity can do. 200 uh, checks or 200 families are now displaced. Would you take on that campaign? Would you assist uh, government to ensure that uh, citizens don't revolt? Yes, we, we can assist government. We always provide another alternative for the government. Especially, I can make an example, if you can travel all over, who wants to come in Debel? The area is called Enkanini Settlement in Debel. You can be able to see the people, how they've done their blocking themselves. Mm-hmm. The people that, how they have connected the, the power Need and that it won't affect any children, anyone that has, because that's for government's duty to come and provide electricity. But if government doesn't come and provide the, 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 the electricity for the people, the electricity, they can never live without electricity because if they use this paraffin stove and candles, these are the ones that are causing the fire in the shed. So the people, from the onset now, if they occupy the land and uh, if they are involved in the battle in general, mm. the first thing that we make sure that there must be a re-blocking that the people, they must be able to build the road themselves. They must be able to allow the vehicles to come in case anyone gets sick. So the airplane must be able to go in. So that's what we are doing in the Batalba Center, that we encourage the people that they must continue doing that, not build the shakes as squash as it is. Because now we are trying to show the government it mustn't think when you see the people that are living in the shop, is the people that they can't think. So, so everything it must be done for them. So we are calling to the municipality that they must come closer to the people and ask the people what they want and work together with them. The people, they are able to work with people because you find them, they have been squashed together because they have been threatened by the land invention. If not the land invention, it will be the red end. So the people, they want to live together. So sure. that is why now someone must come closer and work with them and advise them that... Which way and and the question then, the question, George, would be, will people listen? We, we heard earlier on from Isaac that uh, people have been advised uh, to move and not erect uh, shacks in that place, uh, in that area, and, and they refuse to, to, to live. Uh, so what do we do? What then becomes the recourse? Call Chris Selda now, 891 104
and taking your calls on 0891-104-207, WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107, and we're both on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio, and received um, some SMSs, 40938 is the number, uh, charged at 150. And uh, first uh, SMS says, your question is naive. Imagine the outcry of people if they were evict- evicted, and uh, pro- you'll probably be the first one to complain. The thing is, we need a solution. 200 families as we speak um, displaced. What now? What do we do? They lived, um, it is alleged that a, a, a pylon and uh, overhead line carrying about 88 kilovolts of electricity fell on the shacks. And because they are that close in proximity, um, you know, you open your door, you open to your next door neighbor. And, and this is an endangering lives and there are children involved in this. So what do we do? Um, uh, what what seems to be the solution uh, for shack dwelling and, and all these fires that continue to happen? And uh, an SMS, unsigned SMS um, saying that anyone who chooses to live under a power line assumes the risk and that's the law and no one owes them anything bottom line is right now uh, we have children who are who don't have clothes um they they now live in a church and how long uh, do we continue having this situation how long uh, do we continue uh, doing this and uh, taking your messages uh, questions comments and uh, can you please ask um, should government uh, insist on them being evicted would they join the cause george hello yes assistant. yeah the question is if government and i guess this is a follow-up on what I asked you earlier on, um, this is a question on Facebook that should government insist that those the people who are who have elected checks in, in Alexander, that uh, they be evicted, would you join um, the government with that campaign? Let's go to your WhatsApp voice note. Uh, it's uh, 0614104107. Good day. Um, you know, this Jondolo thingy is very tricky because when you're moving to the city from the village, your main concern is that you need a place um, to stay uh, and that place must be close to the job opportunities because you don't have money. So you can't be traveling again looking for a job because you don't have transport money. So um, it's not like when you're staying there, you are not aware of uh, of the dangers that are surrounding you but then at the same time you don't have a choice because if you move to a so-called safety um area that's where it's going to be far from the job opportunities or maybe that's where you're going to be chased away so if the only space that is available is the one that is very dangerous then you don't have a choice you're going to have to stay there hashtag safm lifetime Griselda, we should not make a mistake of uh, defocusing ourselves from what, from the responsibilities of government. These people have um, rights in terms of the Bill of Rights, and what we are looking at right here is uh, a, a an infringement of their rights. We cannot say they should build shacks in a places which is safe, whereas the government has responsibilities of enforcing the bylaws make sure that they don't build under those electrical lines and also 
we should not uh, give them responsibilities to build those shacks at the first place because it's the responsibility of the government to provide housing as the bill of rights provide education health water everything it's the responsibility of the government we need to keep our community safe the government has to work thank you and very interesting. Um, government has to work, but what responsibility uh, does each individual as a citizen who has rights, uh, what responsibility does that come with? Uh, George, are you back with us? Yes, yes, I'm back, ma'am. All right. Yeah, no, the question was, uh, will you join a government in ensuring that, uh, you know, uh, bylaws are upheld, uh, that people don't build in areas that will endanger the families? we don't see any problem to working with government. That's a good campaign that the people they can know up and funds because if the government if wants to put hands together with the, with the civic society, that's where the people that belong. So we, we can also help as well that because the government, we can, the people that they can to go build the shed. If the people are there building the shed, before they shred the shed, it can be mushrooming and being more bigger, large numbers. So you can work according to the small number that you start so then you can be able to advise the people on, on mm. and to provide a good alternative from them. So, George, we keep losing you. I'm not sure what's happening to your phone. Um, but as you correct that, let's take uh, Robin Bloemfontein's uh, SMS saying uh, the government will never remove those shack dwellers in, in an election year. The same with the unruly students' uh, protests. It, it seems like we abdicating responsibility because uh, it, it's that period where, you know, people are just electioneering, even when it endangers uh, people's lives. We'll leave it at that. And uh, unfortunately, George's line is not um, uh, a playing game. Uh, let, let's just uh, conclude this conversation here. Thank you so much uh, for connecting with us. Uh, George Mkapeli um, Bunono, uh, who's Deputy President of Abathal Basim Jondon, who joined us uh, to just talk about the plight of uh, um, shack dwellers and earlier on we heard from Isaac Mangena uh, just uh, getting an update on what exactly happened uh, with the Alex fire and unfortunately 200 uh, homes are displaced as we speak and uh, they need assistance from you if you can just join the gift of the givers um, to give uh, whatever it is that you can